0: All right, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Con Job. Uh, we had a little bit of a hiatus last week. Uh, we do apologize for that, but uh, Alexa had a birthday, so we gave it's her true. the entire we gave her the entire week off. What better way to say we love you than to say you know you have nothing to do? So uh, we're coming back at you full force this week. Um, by the time you listen to this, it will be election day. So hopefully, uh, everyone's out there and has done their part done their civil duty and uh check the box and uh this week we're gonna have uh we're going to be doing a review of the big lick comic-con that took place over halloween weekend in roanoke virginia and we have joe from awesome minis is uh gonna join us to give us a rundown and uh we'll pick his brain and see what people thought what he thought of uh the people that attended the show So, without further ado, Joe, how you doing? When tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Um, hi, uh, my name is Joe from Awesome Minis. I've uh, been bending now for a little bit over six years. Uh, traveled up and down the East Coast. Uh, stick mainly to the East Coast. Um, we've done everywhere from your local hotel show uh, to New York Comic Con. Um. Been really bored for the last six months.
0: <laughs> of course, of course. And where are you located? Where's home base?
1: Uh, we are out of uh, St. Thomas, Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. A small town about hours hour south of Harrisburg.
0: Okay. Battleground state. I hear a lot about yeah. Pennsylvania these days. <laughs> um, and so how long, how long have you been doing shows?
1: Um, I've been bending now for about six years. Um, I started at the very dubious Walker Stalker Convention. Ooh.
2: Oh, nice. uh, Back, back <laughs> bad when they were good. There was a time when they were good. I, I do remember those days.
1: When they were good, they were great. And when they were bad, it happened quick.
2: Yeah, yeah it did. And, you know, there's uh, there's rumors of a, I'm air quoting, company purchasing them and trying to, to restart them. So we'll see how that goes. Oh, oh, that good won't luck. go. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. Um, yeah. So h- how did you get into doing shows, man? Because, I mean, we all have our, like, our cool little origin story. So, uh, so what's yours? Uh,
1: so I'm a hoarder. Um, <laughs> I, I've always had hobbies uh, where I collect things, and I inevitably turn them into a business of some sort. And I reached a point of collecting Walking Dead memorabilia, where I was just like, I have, my collection's ridiculous. I don't even care about half this stuff. What (laughs) am I doing? And I heard about that convention. I'm like, I'm going to gather up everything I've got that I don't care about. I'm going to go do this convention, turn it into money, and buy something I want. And I sold everything at my booth about three hours before the show ended on Sunday.
2: Wow. wow. That's like the dream to sell out of your stuff at a show and get to pack up early.
1: Yeah, right? I, I, I was like, should I go buy stuff? And I'm like, that's the last thing I should do. I should go home and look at more stuff to sell.
0: <laughs> so I have like a two-part question. So um, how many shows do you normally do in a given year, and how do you get to them? Do you fly,
1: drive, hitchhike? Uh, we, uh, we have to drive to everything uh, because our merchandise would not do well with uh, being mailed, and it takes up a lot of space. Okay. Um, this year, we were scheduled. We had uh, booked 35 shows for the year, and we weren't done, um, or at least we didn't think we were done. Um, obviously, we weren't. Uh, we probably would have topped out around 40 45 shows i would have been at most of them but my wife uh, also does shows and will occasionally go do shows without me if i have to work my day job
2: okay so man ryan take the next one because my brain just left (laughs) (laughs) Uh
0: oh, uh, (laughs) that doesn't seem like it's uh tough to do so what was the last show that you did prior to this one
1: uh, prior to this one, uh, I do a little local show, uh, the Greencastle, uh, toy show. Um, and I, when I say little, I mean little, it's about a hundred, 150 people. It's the same hundred, 150 people, every show. Uh, they do it once a month. Uh, the last real show I did was in Chicago at C2E2. C2. Yeah, that's, yeah
2: that's, that's, that's most of us. That was, that was
0: us
1: yeah.
2: And was C two E two good for you? Was it a Was it a normal C two E two? Was it a you know C two was
1: them? phenomenal. Good. Um, it, it was another year that we did you even better than the year before. Um, it was it was supposed to be the beginning of an awesome year. Um, it, I, I will say it was really great that it gave us a, a great cushion for what we didn't know was coming, uh, and left us in good shape for quite a while.
2: It's a good thing. Now, I, this is my own personal curiosity. Where were you on the show floor?
1: Uh, we are. We were uh, right in line with the front doors. Uh, you know, if you came, if you came through the front doors and just walked straight back, you ran into us.
2: So you were close to Ryan and Mag, actually.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, we were. Yeah, we were kind of front door, go all the way to the back, and then kind of this two or three rows over to the right. So yeah. Yep. Yeah. We, we were close. very close to it. Okay so oh, do you want the next one Alexa? Or you want me
2: i well i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm just gonna go straight into the, to the show uh, yeah okay, but, perfect you did uh you did big lick this weekend now have you ever done that show before i have never done the show before uh the gym
1: shooter was a guest so i had actually contacted them months and months ago uh before covid hit and they were already sold out um i'm a big fan of Jim shooter a big fan of Valiant comics um He hasn't done a lot of shows recently, so I wanted to go see him. But I don't do many shows for fun. If I'm going to go to see somebody, I might as well get a table and make money while I'm there.
2: Right. Uh,
1: They were sold out then. Uh, There was a a last-minute cancellation from a vendor I knew. Since I saw she had canceled, I actually contacted them on Thursday afternoon. Because I knew they had an open spot and was able to get in.
2: Gotcha. Gotcha. That's, I mean, that's, that's good. I, it also, it also stinks because, you know, somebody had to cancel for whatever reason right. it was, but it's good for you. So I, I dig it. Um, so, I mean, tell us about the show a little bit. You know, how was, uh, you know, you, you said you contacted them. Um, you know, how, how was like getting down there, loading in? Was it, Did they shoot you the information right over for load-in? You know, how'd everything go?
1: Um, They shot me over all the information right away. Uh, Applying, paying, and getting all the information, uh, it could not have been faster. It was pretty much 20 minutes from the first message on Facebook to me sending them money and getting the email with all the information. Um, Before I contacted them, I went over their safety protocols that they had set up for the show to make sure that I wasn't stepping into something I didn't want to be involved with. They had it very clearly stated. Everybody had to wear masks. Uh, One of the big things that people don't seem to grasp is if you have a medical condition where you can't wear a mask, they have to make reasonable exceptions for you. That doesn't mean they have to let you in the door. And that misconception's been used all over our country in all sorts of arguments since this all started. The reality of it is they don't have to let you through the door if you can't wear a mask.
2: Right. They, yeah, must- they can send in a personal shopper for you, though.
1: Right. You know, they can go around and get you everybody's business cards. You know, th- there's other things they can do, but the one thing they don't have to do is actually let you in. You, know, you increase the risk of everybody else in there and on that basis that alone is a reason to not let you in they made it very clear no mask no entry now i've heard this we see the signs you know on at stores you know no mask no entry and then you walk in and half the people aren't wearing masks so that was a (laughs) big concern and they did a great job there's uh, all weekend long i put it at 95% or better were wearing masks. Um, I'd say about 85% were even wearing them properly, not just wearing them but actually wearing them over their nose so they serve a purpose. Um, They made sure that every uh, booth had hand sanitizer, both for themselves and for anybody that walked up that, that needed it. So I mean, they they started it off right. That they showed, did, you know, had intentions of taking precautions. Did not- they
0: supply the the hand sanitizer for the, for everybody? They did. Oh, that was. Oh not- wow, that's the first yeah. one I've heard that's done that. Yeah, that's interesting.
1: No, I mean, they did a really good job on taking precautions and actually you know, enforcing them, not just saying they were going to do it and then letting people do whatever they felt like. <laughs> um,
0: and how? How how was the crowd in terms of like when we first started doing these reviews? Um, I mean, it's been months and months now into the pandemic, and we would always ask like, how were the crowds? Because at the you know earlier on, the people were just like, crap. I just I'm just happy to be out of the house because I was in quarantine for so long. Like how how would you say the crowds were? Were they very uh, you know outgoing? Was it you know? I mean, we're we're a little further away from you know full on lockdown, but right were, were people kind of Coming over the booth and chatting like you would have seen at C2E2, or did you see some kind of still some hesitation or a little bit of both?
1: People were really enthusiastic. uh, There was a lot of "I'm happy to be out" and "I'm happy to be at a show."
0: At a show, right? That's what I was really getting at. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it definitely had a good feel to the crowd. That's good. they They were okay with having to do what they had to do to be out and be there.
0: Okay. And then for the with the amount of people, like, you, you did you say this was your first time doing this this
1: show? This was our first time doing. Y- yeah, this that's show. right. Uh, I I talk to other vendors, especially when it's my first show in an area. You know, just you know, is this an up show? Is you know, are they growing? You know, you know, this is the third show in a row you've done where the numbers are dropping. You know, getting information to you know make sure that you know I'm not. Mario into something that's already dying. Right. Uh um, right. from what other vendors are saying that have done subjects there, it was about a third to half of the crowd that they normally get. So yeah, their numbers are definitely down. I don't know anybody that would have gone into that show expecting the numbers to be the same. Um but it was a pretty decent crowd. I I would if I didn't have that information already. I would have already been happy with the crowd. Um, they had
2: even a had third. A third
0: friends. is really not as not as bad as I would have thought. Right. right. That's not. That's not. I mean, that's bad. But that's not terrible <laughs> in these days.
1: Right. Well, and the guests they had. If you're a comic person, they had great guests. Uh, they had Mike Golden. They had Jim Shooter. You know, these guys are legends in comics.
2: Man, Mike's done a bunch of shows during the pandemic.
1: Yeah. yeah, He is not bothered. No. (laughs) If if you're a celebrity person, it was a little iffy. Uh, (laughs) uh, We had Flash Gordon, um, the Pink Power Ranger. Not trying to knock her, but she's not the Pink Power Ranger that actually really draws people. Yeah. We had the voice of Winnie the Pooh. You know, he's cool, but voice actors can be be iffy as far as the draw. And we had the kid from uh, Never Ending Story. You know, really cool guy, but how big of a draw? You know, how many people actually walked through the door just because of him? Right, right. All really great. I where I was uh, put in the hall, I was able to hear all the panels. Yeah, so I mean, they all put on great panels, but how many people really came because of them?
2: Mm-hmm. Now, you, you the panels? Did they? Uh, this is this is only like I think the second, second, sh- second or third show that I've heard about doing panels. How how did they do the panels? Did they did they have them in like a, an open hall or were they in rooms? All
1: right, so the panels were at the back of the uh, vendor hall. A uh, large open area, uh, several uh, tables uh, put out. So there's basically just a place for people to lean because they didn't even have chairs out there. Uh, they had uh, a microphone that you could walk up to to ask questions. Uh, they had a couch on one side of a stage and a desk on the other side so that even the person asking the questions of the panel and doing the interview was a good 10, 12 feet away from the actual star. Uh, so it was spaced out you know, nobody had to be clumped up to be in the panel you know, it was a large open air area you know, how was the I never get to go to panels it was kind of nice because I was able to hear them all but they weren't so loud that I couldn't take care of customers
0: that's good that's the most important part <laughs> that is the most important part because sometimes it just drowns out where you can't even hear anybody oh I um... the type of vendor
1: that would walk over and pull the screen
0: so um were you near any of the celebrities and i'm just wondering like what was the interaction like was it was it uh same as always where they just go up to the booth and they sit there and chat for a few minutes i mean i know there was probably no you know shaking hands or hugging and and any of that stuff but was it Uh, did you see any of that stuff
1: as far as getting autographs it was pretty much the same interaction as you would normally get uh everybody had to be mad right
0: Except Sam Jones, yeah, (laughs) because Sam never put his mask.
1: uh, Flash doesn't need it. They had him wearing a screen, uh, which really serves no purpose other than making everybody feel a little bit better. But you know, at least he was wearing that. (laughs) Um, But honestly, if you were there to see the uh, any of the celebrities, you really got your money's worth out of the autograph because they were not overly busy. So, as long as you were up for chatting, you probably could just stand in there and chat with them after you got your one all the time.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like traveling right now. It's the perfect time to go because nobody's, nobody's going to the, you know, nobody's going, uh, you know, to see all the sites. Right. So, I think they're empty.
1: Yeah, I had a friend uh, just get back from Disney, which I thought was a little bit crazy Right. Oh. Uh oh. I
0: won't. I won't interject. <laughs>
1: right. Well, from what you know, he was able to uh, to go do like all the Star Wars rides. You know, like every day he was able to do everything that he wanted to do.
0: Right. Yeah, we've been we've been a couple times since since it's opened. <laughs>
2: We, we go quite often. I, I will say, though, that that way. one of the things that uh, that Ryan and I talked about on a, on a previous pod was the, the fact that, like, right now, I feel safer at Disney than I do going to the grocery store. Yeah. Just because of all the precautions they've got in place. Like I, I feel like conventions could really learn a lot from, from what Disney and some of these other places that are opening up and doing things are doing yeah
0: yeah no we have uh what we what we call that episode the, the Disney's magic pixie dust was that what it was called <laughs> something something like that but yeah how they uh how they're treating it and how the conventions could really learn a lesson from it and how they're how they're doing it because you're right, you do feel safe there, believe it or not I mean there's way more people now you know when we went a couple of weeks ago versus when we went in, in August, and it's you know the, the you know you're right next to people. and when you're in line is the only time you're socially distanced from anybody. You know, but uh, other than that, you're walking down the streets, everybody's, you know, you're right next to each other for the most part because it was pretty packed. Yeah, that's
1: kind of wild. wild. Do they require Uh, people to be masked or is it? Yes,
0: all the whole time. Oh, they're they're everywhere you go. And and they're and they're very because, you know, we always talk about how the, the cast members are just super nice and always friendly, but they're always in a friendly way. They'll if you have your mask down under your nose, they'll be like, excuse me, can you please pull your mask up over your nose, you know, in a in a very Disney like manner? and uh they've been known to kick out a few people here and there for not following the rules but they'll ask you to put it up more than a few times before it gets to that
2: so
1: that's that's what we need to be able to get back to work right Yeah. yeah that's what we were saying
2: and all of us want to go back to work we just want to go back to work and be safe
1: exactly
0: and we just want the people to feel safe enough to come. Cause you know, like you said, like, like I mentioned earlier though, like it's only a third to half down. That's not, that's really not terrible based on the things that we've seen up to this point uh, at other conventions. Like some, you know, we did, you know, one that was like basically empty. Yeah. So,
2: yeah. So you, but, you, you said that people were there and they were excited. I, the question that every vendor, you know, that's important to every vendor is they were there, they were excited. Were they spending money?
1: Um, all right, so talking to other vendors, uh, the Fudge people did not do well. Um, which, oh, really? <laughs> uh, that's, I don't know if I've ever done a show with them where they didn't do at least decent. Um, another vendor I know uh, that uh, sells artwork, uh, it was one of the worst shows they've ever had. I, again, I've never done a show with them where they didn't do at least okay. Um, but they also pointed out they've been to that show several times. It's possible huh. they may have just dipped into the well too many times. You know, they might need to take a break from there for a year. Right. Um, some of the other vendors that sell toys, uh, from what they were saying, they did fairly well. You know, there, nothing breaking the bank. I, don't, I didn't hear anybody say they were breaking the bank after the, uh, this past weekend. You know, everybody, the people were either pleased. Or were understanding that they were walking into a gamble. Um, I don't know how any of the comic guys did. I usually talk to quite a few of them, uh, but because I like to buy comics, I avoided them like the plague this past weekend. So <laughs> I was, I any uh, that's good.
0: That's funny.
1: So right, I, well, it looks decent. I mean, the the people I saw, you know, the people that came to my booth were spending money, but. Uh, I tend to have a lot of low price point items. Um, I actually moved some large items, which is always, you know, a happy thing. It's not unusual, uh, they, but they go in starts and fits. You know, I'll have a show where I move three big items and then I won't move any big items and I'll just be selling, you know, dollar items for the next three shows.
2: Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, that's, uh, that's, it's weird how shows are like that. Like you'll have a show where you're just killing it with, with your big items and then the next show, you don't sell any of them, and you're like, "Wait, but what? What? What just happened? How? How is this? How is this right?" I'm not going to say that that happens to me a lot, but it does. Oh, it does. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So overall, I mean, was was the show worth it? Was it? You know, was it one of those shows that you, you consider going back to next year? You know, or at a time when it's not a pandemic?
1: Uh, we uh, we booked their show for February
2: today. Okay.
1: Um, if, if they would have taken the application on paper and money yesterday, we would have already paid them.
2: So
0: was there a, was the price difference any different from this one to the February one? Uh, exact
1: same prices on tables. And uh, the, one of the big things that got me through the door to start with was the price point on the tables for vendors is very affordable. So as far as a gamble... It was a bigger gamble for me—the four-hour drive in the hotel—than it was the actual booth for the first show. Okay. Now you
2: go ahead. Haven't
1: home much for the last, you know, six months. So the hotel was almost a treat in and of itself.
2: <laughs> I, I think my first show out. I actually I was so excited to go to a hotel, and then I had booked it on Priceline. And they were like, oh, we're going to cancel your reservation and make one through the hotel. And I'm like, what? Why would you do that? So it was it was a little weird, but it was nice. Um, no, you, you just mentioned, you said table and then you said booth. Were, were these sold as like 10 by 10 booths or were they like the, the eight foot table type things like you see at like, toy shows?
1: Uh, they were 10 by 10 booths. Um, we, we, you, we almost will never do anything that's not a booth. Uh, just because we like to have space behind us to work with, right? Um, and they said they were 10 by 10, and they were closer to 12 by 10. Um, I set up uh, 20 feet of table and still had uh, a room to walk around to get into the back area.
0: Okay, did you happen to get electric also?
1: I did not. Uh, we
0: (laughs) sometimes you get lucky, right?
1: We uh, we bought a uh, one of the really large backup batteries uh ages ago and everything we need power for runs off of one of those oh nice occasionally
0: because we never ordered either and occasionally we get there and those there's i guess the booth next to us has has it or something and so
2: we always just use one of the plugs which is nice
1: that is never a
2: bad deal No, no, (laughs) I, I missed my backup battery, man. I was at a, uh, I was at a local event and I had, I had a really big, really nice backup battery that I used to run all my lights at my booth off of. And the, there was a, um, a local convention that was set up next to us, um, doing, doing the same event and they walked off with our backup battery. Oh, that's awful. Yeah. And I contacted them, and they're like, Oh, we don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, yeah, yeah. of Of course. It was literally sitting next to my booth, and you guys were the only people there. And they're like, "Oh no, we don't know what you're talking about." I'm like, of course you don't. <laughs> Just a couple hundred dollars, bye. <sighs> so, um, Joe, with the
0: with payments, did you notice uh, a big yeah. difference this time uh, with like no cash and everyone paying in credit cards, or did you not really notice the difference? Um-
1: I didn't really see much of a difference. Uh, it was pretty
0: much okay. the, the usual ratio. So um, you're still getting some cash, which is, which is always good, yes. right?
2: Oh, you mean, you mean that uh, there wasn't a change shortage? Yeah. Oh, yeah. My gosh. <laughs> yeah <but laughs> oh, my lord. We don't
1: really deal with change, so it, it's not that bad for us. Um, everything at our table is a round dollar amount, and everything's rounded off to a five or a ten. Um, so we, we don't deal with ones. We don't deal with change at all.
2: It's not a bad thing. It's, it's funny that you say that because there's a lot of like beginning vendors that I'll, I'll walk around it. It shows and I'll see that they're selling stuff for like $6 or like $11 or $12. And I'm like, don't, don't, that's so much more change. Come on. Yeah. You gotta bring singles with you. But then they're the ones that always have the uh the the like the dollar bins that all the anime kids are like standing around at the end of the show because they've like they're like oh I have four dollars left,
1: let me wow. spend it all. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm perfectly happy to let them have that business. Yeah, yeah. You, right. You can have the you can have them. Yeah, I, I don't I don't need that last couple dollars that bad. Although I don't mind the people that want to come around and drop twenty at the end and buy me dinner.
2: Yeah, right. It's it's very true. It's very true. So
0: overall overall at this show then, did you did you feel safe? Did you have a you know, did you enjoy it? Like it, it wasn't anything you left there going, Oh man, I really hope I didn't I hope I didn't catch COVID or I hope I didn't you know I, you felt safe? I
1: felt safer at that show than I do grocery shopping. But oh wow. the rules were actually enforced there.
0: Good. Okay,
1: yeah. that's good to hear. When, when I go grocery shopping, you know, I, I'm I'm trying to, like, it's like a bank robbery. You know, can I get in and out in three minutes? You know, like, <laughs> like do, uh. dodge all the people that aren't following the rules, not wearing a mask properly. You know, get in and out. You know, do, dodge the cashier with the mask under her nose. You know, it's, generally speaking, you know, like, I didn't have that there because people were listening.
0: Yeah, That's good. That's, that's good to hear and so what is what is the next show that you have planned
1: um right now uh we, we've got really small local shows coming up um you know li- little uh, street fair type things uh, for the rest of the year and that's it
0: and they're all just in pennsylvania
1: yes. yeah
0: our, in and the around.
1: green castle toy show we have in december and there's two local like street fair events Coming up Mm -hmm. in Waynesboro, Pennsylvania, and that's it.
2: Yeah, because Steel City just uh, just announced that they were uh, they were moving to next year or canceling for the year. I guess is the better way to put it.
1: Yeah, Yeah. with them being such a celebrity-driven show, the the drop in numbers for them, all those minimums for the celebrities that they could get stuck with, like it's yeah, I can't imagine them financially feeling right
2: no and you know it's a i mean it's a huge financial risk for all of us you know when we when we started looking at it because i mean if i was going to do that show i'd be driving 12 hours and you know oh
0: yeah we were actually thinking about doing that one too and that's yeah it's a long flight yeah
2: yeah, for sure. So let's see, we talked about, Oh, the one thing that we didn't talk about before we, uh, before we start uh, kind of closing things out is, you know, as a vendor, I always want to know, like, especially somebody that has to wheel crap into a, a convention center, like was, was loading in and loading out fairly simple, like, or did you have to go up a gravel road, three flights of steps, and then, you know, take a tele- take an elevator down into a basement. Like how, how it was loaded?
1: <laughs> It was an absolute dream. Uh, You were able to pull into the main floor uh, to load and unload. Um, For unloading, we were one of the last people in on uh, Friday, uh, so there was nobody in our way. We didn't have a lot of time, but we got everything off the truck. We only had to do setup in the morning. When we were loading out, uh, I couldn't get a straight answer on if we could pull in. But my wife is awesome and had us at the closest parking spot possible uh, to the uh, down, uh, the ramp in the back. So we were already in a good spot. By the time I got done packing everything up, they're like, oh, you guys can pull right in. And we were almost able to pull up to our booth. Nice. So that was you know awesome. awesome.
0: That's always the best. Yeah.
1: Um, and they were letting anybody uh, that wanted to drive in at that point uh, drive in still. Uh, so load out for everybody. The only people that weren't able to pull in were people that already had so much packed up by hand, you know, walking it out to the parking lot that it wasn't worth their time to, you know, to stop loading at this point. I mean, it's, you know, the promoters, I, I want to uh, give a quick shout out to both the promoters. They did an amazing job announcements all through the weekend, uh, really responsive to the vendors <coughs> you know, did everything they could, reminding people to wear the you know, wear their mask properly, sanitize. You know, they did a really, really good job. Um, nothing but nice things to say about them. And when I have negative things to say about it, promoter, I'm very outspoken about it. So yeah. I, I want to be fair.
2: We we have a private chat, and I uh, I, I have noticed that about you. So
1: <laughs> if they screw up, I'll call them out on it.
2: Um, that's uh we like that because at the end of the day like as vendors we need to uh you know we need to call that stuff out if we see it hold yeah
0: hold everyone accountable
2: so ryan you ready for those uh those final questions all right go for it yeah Yeah, sure it's your turn to go go first
0: okay all right so um these are just kind of how we like to end up each of the you know the reviews and when we talk to other vendors so if if uh money was no issue Uh, and you could get to see or speak to any guest at a show that's alive, who would that person be? Mark Hamill.
2: Excellent choice.
0: Didn't have to to think long on that one. That's a good one. And then my second question is, same question, but uh, they they don't have to be alive. Anybody throughout history? Freddie Mercury.
2: Nice. You know, we've had three musical – like, like musicians so yeah. far and one of them sadly enough was Eddie van Halen in one of our first shows yeah and it was when yeah. he was still alive yeah. when
0: he mentioned it he was one of the live ones yeah
2: I like um, it I like okay. it so I for me I'm a very I'm, I, I love entertainment I when I'm working I have to have something going on in the background um, you know and I, I have these go-to's like my, 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 my movie go-to is spaceballs. I can watch it 500 times, and I I still love the movie. Do you have like an entertainment go-to that's like your go-to watch thing? Um,
1: so I'm I'm a big wrestling fan. Yes, and there are a ton of uh, British YouTube uh, reviewers. And honestly, I probably listen to more reviews on wrestling than I do watch wrestling anymore, because there are there's so many entertaining ones. Um, And there's uh, one former manager, Jim Cornette. (laughs) Oh,
2: yeah. the His
0: are always like three hours long. He's great.
2: Yeah, he does. Now, I'm hoping that you're talking about what culture wrestling. Yes, (laughs) those guys are great. I told you. I told Ryan that he's got to listen to these guys. Yeah, they're,
1: they're a lot of fun. They're really entertaining. And there's weeks where they're more entertaining than the wrestling. Yes, doing.
2: Simon Miller is freaking great. Like, he's hilarious. <sighs> uh,
1: he's really nice in person, too. I met him uh, last year at WrestleMania.
2: Oh, my gosh, that's awesome. Uh so the the other question I'm I'm very rotund when it comes to uh my figure and I like the food um you know I, I talk about it a lot Orlando is my favorite place because of this uh this place called the Sloppy Taco Palace got to name them on every podcast sorry um it's almost like they're our sponsor um at some at point some they point, will be. they will be uh, but Orlando also for me has a lot of food that I really love um, is there like is there an area of the country that you know you go to that you're like yes I get to go there because it's good food the show kind of sucks but I'm gonna go anyway like is there is there an area that's like that for you
1: shows at the convention center in Philadelphia because right yes. across the street is the, the market
2: yeah that uh, that market uh, what is it Reading Station Reading Station
1: yep yeah now, it's- and next year, at this point, all the shows in Philadelphia are nowhere near Yeah. Um, but I don't even know if I want to do your shows now. <laughs> you, if there's a better option, I might not do your show because you're not across
2: the It's country. funny because I, I actually I, – I kind of said the same thing. Like, everything that's not happening downtown, I'm like, uh, is it going to be worth it? Because I mean, there, there are shows that are out in the Oaks now that may or may not uh, have public transportation to them and that's right. going to be a big deal.
1: right and there's nothing near the oaks. There, there's nothing near there.
2: that's going to be a uh that's going to be a a review slash a preview for another day cuz i think uh once we actually once we start getting some regularity with these shows i think we might uh we might do a, a little bit of a preview and talk about them and talk to the promoters at least hopefully. And uh, and get some things out there, but yeah, that's that's going to be a big uh, deal for nice. sure. So, Joe, where do we uh, where do we find you online? Do you have a uh, do you have an online presence that uh, everybody can uh, check you out at?
1: Uh, we are on Facebook under Awesome Minis and Autographs.
2: All right. And do you guys have a web store? All
1: right. Uh, we do not. Uh, we do everything through
2: Facebook. Gotcha. Perfect. Um, we uh, honestly, when shows were going really well. We really tried to avoid doing
1: mail order because we just didn't have time um, I just don't have a day job um, I've got two kids and we just we didn't have a lot of time for it now all of a sudden we would love to mail you product
2: <laughs> I, I, I feel you <laughs> trust me I, I, well said. I totally feel you because I, yeah. I was the same way so
0: alright well I think
2: I think I'm in good shape also?
0: Joe, you got anything else you want to plug before we get let you uh,
1: out of here? Support your local vendors. Uh, if, you know, if you really enjoyed somebody in the show and you haven't you know, picked up stuff, look for vendors. We're all over the internet. We would love to mail you products. Use us for Christmas. Avoid Amazon.
0: Well said. Well said.
1: Alright, well... uh,
0: I guess that's going to be it for today's show and uh again everybody thanks for tuning in this week and uh we'll apologize one one last time for skipping out on last week but it was a very good very good reason to do so. Alexa got yeah, to be a up. whole year older. <laughs> and uh we will uh we will catch you guys next week so thanks for tuning in.
1: Thanks for having me.